Hello to the stars and scrums. This is going to be a special week, not only because on Sunday we have the grand finals, the four last games of the Rebbe Europe Championship 2023, but because we're going to talk with all the guys from each uh, from each team. So it's going to be a pair of two in each uh, show, so four shows this week just for you. And let's start with the grand final. With And I have here Shalva Mamukashvili and Tomasz Appleton. Two of the main legends of the of the Georgian and the Portuguese setup, and today we're going to talk a bit of the 2023 season, but also their careers, and so you get to know them a bit. So I start with the oldest or the most veteran, Mr. Mamukashvili. So this is another year that uh, Georgia is looking to get the title. In the last ten years, you won nine. So what is the secret behind George's successful story in the Riviera Championship? Uh, first of all, hi guys. Uh, it's a good, good show and I watched the previous episodes, which is, I, I did, really did, did enjoy it. Uh, hello, Thomas. It's good to see you here. Hi. I'm looking forward to see you again on Sunday and wish you all <laughs> the best. So, uh, so your question is about uh, George's success of the last 10 years. Uh, uh, maybe consistency, you know, the working consistency and aiming such aiming the target and working for that uh, that gave us the last six years we didn't lose a game and before six years we didn't lose two. Well, it was once in uh, Bucharest in 2017. So maybe consistent work. And work uh, not only uh, for the as a national team and uh, or not only uh, it <clears throat> it helps also the developing the youngsters uh, who will who who's playing under 15 under 16 under 18 under 20 levels and then they feed the national team and uh, that's uh, that whole uh, uh, how to say a uh, group of the lads are playing and training on the same uh, with the same attitude you know with the same system and with uh, I mean I mean the SNC like physically and uh, technically they are trying to develop the players uh, on all the same uh, age levels mm -hmm. the preparation is same to prepare the athlete for the national team so if you see the Georgia national team uh, on 2015 World Cup and now on 2023 after eight years after eight years like 90% of 95% of the players are different but uh, teams going forward you know after changing of generation we go, mm -hmm. we don't don't go back because of we have the fundamentals in under 16 18 under 20 levels so I think that's the key of success. You have been with the team for more than 10 years. So it's you have a long career, a successful career. Um, you. Are you happy with it uh, uh, until this point? Of course, uh, every rugby player, I mean, every sports person, if you play a team team sport, or uh, it's uh, biggest one of the biggest achievements is to represent your country. So and the, uh, I was lucky and i'm lucky still to represent my country for 13 years so i'm not stopping yet and hopefully <laughs> the body will <laughs> help me my body so yeah it's a big big gift from the 
God and uh, I've been lucky I've, I repeat like because many <laughs> many many talented players uh, especially in rugby which is really contact contact sport and really like tough tough one they finished their careers really early age or didn't achieve the goals they want to achieve because of the injuries so fingers crossed <laughs> fingers crossed and we'll go back to you to talk about the Sunday Tomás um, what journey has it been for Portugal since he came back from the Rabia Euro Trophy in 2018 uh, 19 uh, sorry and now after four years you came from promotion and now for the championship uh, uh, final uh, what is the feeling in the Portuguese camp ah First of all, thank you very much for the for the invitation. Hi, Shafa, once again. Um, yeah, I would say the the feeling uh, behind it. We know it's it's really tough to look at to look at a team as as ourselves, and and especially when we look as such a different team and such a, such a different mentality. Uh, looking at the team in 2019, at the middle of 2019, and then when Patrice came on and changed the the Portuguese rugby, the, the Portuguese mentality changed completely. Mm -hmm. So we were used to to be amateur players uh, that were the played rugby for fun. Uh, we would have the pride uh, the, to to have the pride to represent our country, but we just we f we have the um, the routine to finish our work uh, and then go on to trainings. And as soon as Patrice came, it changed it ch changed it completely. So we had to. Um, we had to, to train as professionals if you want to compete uh, against professionals. And that's what I think uh, it really changed uh, in the last few years uh, in the Portuguese rugby, special, uh, especially in the Portuguese uh, national team. And now we're just trying to, to find ourselves and trying to, to show the best uh, that we can do. Uh, Georgia is for sure a nation that we really look up to. Uh, you guys made a, a great, great work and a great job uh, in the last few years, and we want to go through a to a similar path and try to be amongst the the big teams as well. Amongst the big teams as well. Um, in Arab Europe, they ask me every time to pose you this question. But in 2022, you had the biggest moment of I, I can't say about your career because you had championship titles in Fukuzul. You played abroad. Um, you were you went for the World Series, so, so some many things went, went in your sports career. But when Samuel Marks took that kick to qualify for the World Cup, what was what went through for your head in the moment before he kicked and the moment right after he slotted those three points? Yeah, to, to be honest, I'm getting goosebumps at, at the moment. <laughs> uh, no, but it's I'm going to be honest. It was the proudest moment of my career, for sure. And looking back, and I've I've been through through a lot uh, of up and ups and downs, and it was the proudest moment of of them all. And the really good thing is, you know, when you finish a game, you just feel you're fulfilled. So you you know you gave everything you can, and and after that, you're just an spectator. You're just watching. And to be honest, when Samuel um slot of that kick we're just and it was amongst everybody we were just really confident that it was going through uh through the middle of the post so yeah great moment 
Sunday, tomorrow I was telling us about the final, uh, that it was a final game to USA. It's a great moment. But on Sunday, we have yes. the first time a final in the Rugby Europe Championship. So the format changed. Now we have knockout stage, uh, which is a semifinal, and now a final. What, does this change the preparation uh, compared to past editions, or is the same mindset, the same goals, etc.? Uh, the mindset is same. Like when we start, when we were starting the Rugby World Championship, we were aiming to win the old game and uh, or increase the uh, quality of our game, game by game. So that was the aim always. But this this uh, this format changed. So now we have semis and finals, semi-finals and finals, which means like. Mm, Everyone has a bad day, you know. Sometimes you can can have a bad day, or anything happening for the players or for the team, and so in the final and semi final, it's just one shot. So everybody can win it. There is no you know, like difference between the teams when it's one game. Everything may happen, so it's it increases the pressure on us because when you are consistent and when you are winning, like from 11 years, 10 trophies, uh, as long as you go, the pressure increases, you know, and as long as, as high you fly, the stronger you fall, you know. So, yeah, it's a bit, bit more pressure because it's semi-final was good because we played at home. Mm -hmm. When playing at home, it's, of course, it's a little bit different and uh, finally against Tough side, I, I, I could say the tough side, the toughest in the in this tournament is. I'm watching Portugal for four years. Uh, uh, after they uh, mounted in a, in our in a first division, mm -hmm. first year to be honest, first year was poor. Next year stronger. Next year stronger. Next year stable. They are qualified for in four years time. They are playing in the World Cup. That's huge achievement so we will never underestimate them so it's a final one game so of course it's a pressure uh what can what uh, kind of game are you expecting on sunday oh really fast <laughs> really fast really fast again <laughs> portugal i to play now playing portugal like how many times i've played i'm playing now i'll play lucitanos with Black Lion, which is like 50% of the players, like in Georgian national team mm -hmm. and Portuguese, Portuguese team, and Oshitanos and Black Lion, that the pattern is really similar, but they play really fast. So they will make me run a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll be preparing my fitness for that. Oh, that's good. You were talking about the Lusitanos and the Black Lion. Do you think introducing the Super Cup and a pathway for players to become semi-pro, full professional players in their countries was perfect for more, more growth and development. That's best decision what union can make to develop the national team. As is proven by the rugby nations like uh, Ireland, like Scotland, Japan did that and look at their success. Argentina did that, South Africa. The franchise is the best way to develop the good players and create a depth of the 
professional players for the national team. Okay, so that's good. And now people can understand why it's important the Super Cup for this growth. Um, Tomas, going back to you, uh, the change of format was different, so it gave us a taste of which is a, a knockout uh, stage, which is not what which was not normal for the Rally Europe Championship or the Trophy Division and so on. Uh, do you think this new format adds something unique to the competition? I think I think it's a different format. Um, some both of them have their their positives and then their negatives. I would say the biggest positive is that it gives us a final. And mm -hmm. as Chavo was saying, uh, it's one game, it's 80 minutes, takes it all. Uh, and of course, we know Georgia is the favorite. They they have the pressure on the side. They've won um, so many times in the, in the past few years. Uh, but as again, it's 80 minutes. And we're just looking to have a, a really good day uh, and exceed ourselves. Um, and try to do our best, and that's what what we're looking for. But to be honest, I think as a show and as a competition, thinking about it as a whole, having semifinals and final, it's it's good for the fans. It's good for the for the show. Um, I think it's good for the rugby development. Uh, what kind of game do you expect from Georgia this Sunday? Well, Shavo was saying he expects a lot of running, a lot of fast pace. So in, from your end, what are you expecting from them? I think every time we play Georgia, we know it's it's going to be a really a really tough game, a really physical game. But I think the the Georgian DNA changed a bit in the last few years. They play really good rugby. Um, they play really fast rugby as well with really, really good backs, of course, as well as forwards. And Georgian rugby has been known for the, for the last 10 or 20 years for their really strong pack. But nowadays, their their backs are just as impressive as as their forwards. So I think Portugal is a bit the opposite. Uh, we've had really really good backs on the past few years, but I think our forwards are really stepping up um, at this moment. And I think it's going to be a a really tough game, but a a tight game as well. It's a final. Uh, this is a question that a lot of people make to you or to your teammates, but. It's incredible how many excellent tries Portugal scores that goes from your 222 or from even your try area and you go from one side to the other in a matter of seconds uh, with everyone supporting and passing and offloading, etc. So how do you do it? Where this team chemistry comes from? I think that there are a lot of different factors around it. I think, of course, our DNA uh, is to have fast backs and, and really fast players and, and we want to try to use it uh, with our game. I think um, Patrice brought a, a lot of that French flair from the 90s toward, into our team and it's really good and it's really it really improves our potential. And the last thing, this is, might sound a bit weird, but we have some players that are just crazy and they, they just <laughs> decisions in their own half, in their own 22 and things just go well and we most of the times we started to understand that we just have to let those players like, you know, probably like Rodrigo Marta, Rafael Storti, um, those players to just be themselves and even Manel Cardoso Pinto, uh, just be themselves and, and run from wherever you want uh, and things will go well uh, if we support you and we play with your head. So I think with those three factors, would make they make the difference.
just one last question uh, about this. You talked about Benal Cardoso, Pinto Rodrigo Marta, who plays for the Lusitanos and now is playing on, uh, abroad in, in France. Do you think, as Chalvo explaining, that the Super Cup was fundamental for players to have another type of quality or of level and support to work more seriously on this tough profession that is to be a rugby player? Yes, of course. I think, first of all, as Chavo was saying, once again, 50% of our national team is, is the Lusitano. And mm -hmm. especially bringing those connections uh, throughout the year uh, is really important. Instead of just playing on the international, uh, international stages in February, March, July, and November, we play almost every single month together. And this really helps um, to create our DNA, our our kind of game. It's it's exactly the same as uh, the Portugal, Portugal national side. Uh, so I think that is really important, um, especially to build connections. And one thing that we really look into is, for example, this year's, um, this year's Super Cup, we really face that as a preparation for um, the Dubai uh, World Cup qualifier. Mm -hmm. um, and every time we play with the Lusitanos, of course, we want to win and we want to create good things, but we're just looking to build a stronger national team. Uh, and that was our main focus throughout, through the, through the, um, the union, through the coaches, through the players. I think everyone uh, thought the same and were on the same page. So, yeah. So a stronger Super Cup means better teams uh, as uh, as a nation, as a nation, right? Yes, for sure. Yeah. So now, Shalva, uh, we know that we have on Sunday the grand final, but the main thing this year is the World Cup. So about Georgia, can you tell us a bit without spoiling any secrets, any confident uh, reports, but? Can you tell us about how it's going? What is the preparation being at this point for the World Cup? Uh, there is no secret, right? Uh, <laughs> it, it is the World Cup year, so we we started uh, this year playing against uh, was first Germany, so mm -hmm. Germany, Netherlands, Spain, Romania, Portugal, and we have then three games until we play Australia on ninth of. September, so the preparation started already five weeks ago. So everything what we are doing now, uh, including training on the pitch, game off the pitch, everything is preparation for the World Cup. So the main preparation will start in June, which includes like the residency preparation for the, there will be a blocks like to to increase the fitness and strength and then the skills and then we are into the games we play Romania, USA and Scotland before we hit Australia on nine. So mm -hmm. everything we're doing now are we on the camp or not on the camp? Even Black Lion when we will travel to Uruguay to play in a South America's tournament for mm -hmm. one and a half months, like six weeks we have five or six games there. It's also the preparation for for the world cup so that's it <laughs> shortly what can i say no it's it's a good answer yes sir um uh, now to finish the show shalva i 
wanted every uh, when uh, to talk to you. I wanted to ask you this question because you had a long career, a successful career, full of good moments, other uh, tough moments also. But can you share with us two of the best moments you ever experienced with the Georgian shirt? Well, it was the last last year, both of them. So we beat in, uh, we beat uh, Italy and Wales in one in six months period, four months period. We beat two tier one teams. There was also really exceptional moments in my career, but those two uh, was the crown of that. You know, all <laughs> of all that work we gave as a team, as individuals. That two wins was great. So that's maybe best moment so far. But I'm looking forward again to Sunday and after World Cup. Tomas, I w went 20, 20 years back to understand if this ever happened. But on Sunday, if Portugal wins and you as is and you are the captain. You'll be the first captain ever from the last 20 years to win the trophy and the championship titles. So it's it's kind of people may not notice, but it's it's a small detail that is a fantastic detail. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, of course I'm I'm looking forward to it. Not not especially as a as a captain captain or as though or, or, or what kind of individual uh, status uh, that can be. We just mm -hmm. And we're gonna be honest. Portugal is not didn't win that much in the last in the last few years. And of course, we won the we won the, the European Trophy three times, but it's not the, the level the level that we're aiming mm -hmm. uh, for sure. Uh, I think we had a lot of sweet and sour moments in the last, especially in the last I would say two years. Our game against Japan, our game against Italy, losing on the last ball of the game. Uh, those are a bit sweet and sour um, moments that we really want to uh, to change. Uh, of course, we won the the Dubai qualifier, but now this is a different trophy. This is a different final, uh, and we're we're looking forward to it. And of course, it will be great. But we'll see. We'll see what happens on <laughs> Sunday. We'll see what happens. So I asked before the show started that our guests would say to you, to the people at home, to come to, to see the game, be it in the review or TV or in your broadcasting nationally or on the stands. But I wanted them to do in their own language so everyone can get a piece of the invitation. So, Shalva, I will start with you. Go, George, and people at home, please. Okay. Miwata Gusamat Ives, a Spanish of strange immigrant, Thank you, sir. <laughs> Good. Excellent. And Tomás, it's your turn now in Portuguese. Malta, uh, mais um grande jogo uh, de Portugal, vai ser um jogo muito complicado, toda a gente sabe uh, o que é que a Georgia tem vindo a construir uh, nos últimos anos, mas a verdade é que nós, nós temos qualquer coisa a dizer e vamos jogar uma final de um campeonato da Europa uh, em Badajoz este domingo e no fundo só vos queria pedir 
apoiem Portugal, uh, apoiem-nos, venham-nos ver e acompanhem-nos, que a vossa força faz muita diferença. Tá? Obrigado e um grande abraço. So, on Sunday, Portugal and Spain wrap up the Rugby Europe Championship uh, uh, before we have free games. So, but Portugal and Georgia play in the Estadio Nuevo Viver in Badajoz, in Spain, at 8 p.m. local time. So, 7 p.m. in Portugal, 9 p.m. In, Par in Paris, and so on. Um, almost midnight in Georgia. So, it's going to be <laughs> a, long, a long match It's for everyone. At what time? 11 o'clock without oh, 11 o'clock, yes. Yeah. So it's a late night supper to see the match. So be ready for it. If you want to go to Sense, buy the tickets online. You can see it on Ruby Europe TV and other media. So follow us during this week so you get everything about the players. We give you stats, um, quizzes, and so on. So thank you, Shalva. Thank you, Tomas. See thank you me. on Sunday you, and good luck, you, both of you. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. Bye bye.